Welcome to the midnight recording of my dream stories. <laughs> you can tell it's midnight. Because I don't even know what I'm talking about. you don't know about. what you're talking about. <laughs> don't know what the name of the podcast is. What is the name of the podcast? <laughs> dream stories. <laughs> I did have a long pause. You did. Oh, yeah. We've had a crazy, crazy week. So we're no, literally no, recording. No, no, We've had... We've had a crazy, like, since March. Well, that's true. It has been. But we're literally recording at, like, midnight. Because we are. there was no other time to record. Well, there was, but I did not want to participate at 6 in the morning. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know, that would be easier for me. I'm a morning person. I mean, I can do it, but I might have to work tomorrow, so. That's true. I was trying to be good to myself. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Sorry for you, though. Oh, yeah. I know you're tired. We have been working hard. We're in the middle of some transition, aren't we? We are, but it's good. It's good things. It is. You know, good things don't always come easy, but it's worth it in the end. It is. And, and you know, at the at, you know, the end result of all this could theoretically be that we have a studio other than our garage. That's true. So that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Y'all can, people can pray about that, can't That's they? That's right. They can. They can. They can pray you, for us that that would all go well. Yeah. Hey, you were on the radio this week. I was on the radio this week. I do a radio show uh, locally here with a uh, statewide, well, pretty probably three quarters of the state coverage. I can go further than like that, that if people want to listen online. So well, it's true. That's right. So I do that about once a quarter with yeah. the local radio station. We interpret dreams live on the radio. Yeah. Sometimes it's like every four weeks, and then it'll go every eight weeks, and it's every quarter. It's just whenever they call them. Whenever they, they think it. about it's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Roxanne you had any interesting Ace. dreams you want to talk about? Yeah, Roxanne We did. We had a really cool dream, a very interesting dream. <clears throat> and, um, excuse me, we had a... Um, we always have interesting dreams because they're live on the air and you never know what's going to go on. And, uh, by the way, if people want to listen in sometimes on that, that we usually post that on the dream stories, Facebook page and, uh, post the link to the radio stations online version, which is, I think like WDJC online.com or something. So, but we usually post that, but yeah, we had a very interesting dream that led to what might be a, you know, an interesting conversation uh, for the podcast. Yeah. For the podcast. Fur. Fur. I'm you also said south. own a minute ago. Um, it's late. It's midnight. Own WDJC. That's O W E N. Listen, I can't make fun of you. I have a southern accent too. But you do. You do. It's, it's good though. But yeah, we, we had a very interesting dream. Uh, we actually had a dream a caller who called in, and I probably won't get the dream exactly right, but but right. roughly, uh, the dream was about, uh, the dreamer said, I was driving in a car, and someone was, I think, maybe outside of the car, like directing them to come on, come forward, but they knew that they knew that there was something in the road, and they weren't sure if they should keep going forward. The person outside who was directing them to come on, you know, said, Everything's okay. Come forward, and they ran over what whatever was in the road, and they realized after they ran over it that it was a dead body. Ooh! And they went on and just kept going. Then, 
And I think that was the whole dream. Right. I may not have it exactly right because mm-hmm. I know I know the streamer may actually listen into the podcast too. So if right. I don't have it exactly right, she'll forgive me. So And so what did you how did you interpret that dream? Well, interesting. Did you ask enough, her if there was color and all that? I don't really remember what all the questions I asked mm-hmm. was, but what's interesting is I didn't you know, the dreams on the on the air are anonymous, uh, for the most part. The the radio host who uh, screens the calls or talks to the people initially will usually ask for the person's name, but I don't always pay attention to what that Yeah, I wouldn't either. Because I'm trying to get ready. Yeah, it's for kind of an exciting time, and you, and you go live on the air, and there's a little bit of a delay, but not much. It, it's not very much delay at all, and we're live, and you're there's a little bit of tension of just being yeah. sure you're ready because we also only have about – you know, really, they're good to some people. They'll let them go on and tell long dreams, but but they try and keep the dream really short, and then my interpretation needs to be really short. Yeah. They really want each dream to be only about a minute, minute and a half, because that's a radio break, you know. So. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, I didn't know who the dreamer was, and so I was interpreting the dream, and basically I said, it's time to get over and move past some old dead things. And that was my interpretation of the dream. Yeah. And I would later find out who the dream was. What from. did they say when you said that? They said that's um, uh, that, uh, I don't. Uh, a lot of times on the air, I don't get to hear the response. Okay, because I know sometimes they'll go, "Oh my goodness, that was so amazing!" So you didn't we know. Do sometimes. I and didn't sometimes know you just don't even. You, I don't mean this bad, but they kind of cut it short and they just go, "Okay, that was it." And. Yeah, you know. and, and if there's a longer dream before a short mm-hmm. one or whatever, we just keep, they're trying to move and mm-hmm. keep going. Okay. And so I don't always know what the response is from the dream. So you didn't dream. know so how didn't she know what it was responded. On that, on that one, no, I didn't know. But it was really interesting because I thought it was a fairly straightforward. It's a dead body in the road. That's representative, not, mm-hmm. you know, of anything terribly unusual. Normally I would think. You know, I, we talk about this. We've talked about this topic. Death in a dream doesn't always mean people who have died or are uh, going to die. So it's it seemed as a really good metaphor that uh, it's about something older, something from the past, something that's not, not doesn't have life anymore mm-hmm. that you need to get over. She ran over mm-hmm. it with the car. Mm-hmm. So it was a really simple interpretation. Didn't think a lot about it, yeah. just to be honest, until I got a message Later, I think it was a Facebook message because I happened to know the dreamer but didn't know that, didn't recognize the voice or anything else. Yeah. And it was a dreamer who has um, submitted dreams on our website before who we happen to know from a church relationship mm-hmm. from the past. Um, and she said, thank you for your interpretation. I was the one with the dream about the dead body on the radio this morning. Thank you for the interpretation. And uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I uh, just wanted you to know, um, uh, I think uh, either you told me or in the message they said, uh, you know, they're progressing and moving forward in some things. Mm-hmm. And it was great when I realized that <laughs> it was a dreamer who we had interpreted some dreams for in the past and happened to know that, that their husband had passed away uh, several months ago. Yeah. Several months ago now. but And... I would never have interpreted that dream the way I interpreted it. You were a little bit brassy with it, weren't you? It was very direct with the interpretation, and and I had no clue. In fact, when they messaged me, I kind of was like one of those, you know, take your breath away moments. Yeah, because then you go back to thinking 
what did I say? Oh my goodness. Oh, what did she say? Oh my, oh my goodness. I just said, basically get over whatever's holding you back from moving forward. Yeah. You, there's and a lot of ways over, you could have said I, I, I it. Let's talk about just, delivery. That's important. There's a lot of better ways I could have said it. What I actually said was, it's time to get over some old dead things. That's, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I know. But Gail, Ray's you, up in Gail, heaven right listen, now. If you're listening he's, to this, he's, I know, looking yes, down Ray he, doesn't mind. No, doesn't bother doesn't. Ray. But Gail, if you're listening to the podcast, you now know the process I went through after you sent me the message. Yeah. <laughs> and it just literally tore me apart. So, so. our apologies to you for yes. maybe not delivering it a but, little but bit more delicately. But the okay. interesting was is it's what she was thinking the dream was about already. Yeah. The, that God was already stirring in her that this was the meaning of the dream. I just sort of said it in a bolder way than I ever would have. So, uh, well, let's talk about delivery, but I also want to... I don't want to uh, forget the fact that sometimes things are hidden from us for a reason. And maybe she needed to hear it in a very nonchalant way. You didn't have anything attached to it. You had no personal emotions. You had no preconceived ideas. That's for sure. Whereas if she had messaged me on Facebook and asked me to help her with a dream... I would have probably, I could have related it to her losing her husband, but I could have tried to uh, break it down to a generic uh, idea of what it can be. We do that with dreams a lot, don't we? I mean, sometimes we don't know what they mean, and we'll give it a kind of something that would, as you interpret it, that it would could be applicable to a lot of different things not pinning it down to one thing because sometimes we don't have revelation for that and so you know here's a situation where maybe she needed to hear it very forthright and you gave it very forthright gave it forthright and it really you know i mean i can say it bothered me but when i think about it in truth the, the interpretation was correct it was just more blunt than I would have liked to be. You, you know, when you're when you're doing dreams, particularly when you know where a person is or something that might be, you know, a little more um, emotional or something mm-hmm. that might be a little more sensitive. Yeah. You you try and interpret the dream in a way that would would honor yeah that sensitivity and that emotion, and and in this si- situation of anonymity. Uh, and and also needing to interpret quickly, it wasn't dishonoring. It was just direct. In retrospect, or would you say it differently now? In retrospect, I would say it differently. How would you say it now? I would probably say that I would probably say there's some things that you've dealt with in the past that it's time for change to come so that you can move forward. Yeah, and and that would have been very. Eloquent and well, nice. If I'd, if I'd known, if I'd known mm-hmm. what I knew mm-hmm. about the husband passing away, yeah, then I might even say, you know, this may relate to your loss, mm-hmm. and it's time to to move forward and right. press forward, uh, and not to continue in a grief process or not. You know, I might have said so, but those may not have been the things that needed to be heard. It well, might she not probably, be a grief process. It might not be a. You know, it it may just be a 
a, a confirmation, an affirmation that things are all right. She must have had a clue that you probably didn't catch on that it was her. Or maybe she didn't state I, her name. I hope she um, did, that I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, why would she have messaged you and said, hey, thank you, that was me today? Otherwise, she wouldn't have had to have done that if she knew that you knew it was her. Let's so, uh, anyway. So, you know, I'm thinking about delivery is so important, and we do have to listen to Holy Spirit. Um, our Creator God gives us insight, we believe, as we... we uh, use the ancient Hebraic method of interpreting um, dreams as you would have seen biblically with, with Daniel and Joseph as a couple of examples. Um, and so I've just lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's midnight. It is midnight. We, what you're talking about, we use those, those methods and, and you do want to be careful, but you also, there are times for things to be direct. We see Joseph being direct. We see Daniel being direct. Yeah. I don't know if that's where you were going, but it's, it's a good not. point. I'll find it in a minute when <laughs> <laughs> I get back to it. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, well, I, I was thinking about how uh, we try to teach people, you know, it is important that you listen and try to try to perceive what's, not perceive what's going on, but listen to your inner man, your inner spirit man who uh, helps us. Um, we call it Holy Spirit, but uh, as, as for born-again believers, we call it Holy Spirit speaking to us, uh, a knowing and understanding. And so, I, you know, I don't know if you remember this. I won't go into great detail, but there was a situation um, with with a leader, you know, in a church and, I had had a dream, a, a very revealing dream, a very accurate dream about something that, you know, was going on. And um, it was not a good thing. And so, I mean, it was so accurate. It was down to names. Uh, you know, it was just... What well, we talked about last week, when a dream's not a dream, it was almost to that level of not being a dream, almost right. to that level of being either a vision right. or an experience. But there was still tons of metaphor in it, so it was still a dream. Right. But I, I was, you know, this is years ago before we really even understood that, that God could speak to you through your dreams, you know. And um, anyway, so I just, uh, I'm... I'm around the, this person on that day, and I just said, hey, I had a dream about you last night, and here it is. And anyway, it was not it's not a good situation, but I, I should have, if knowing what I know now, how would I have done it differently? I would have prayed. Yeah, I might not have said anything at all. I might not would have said anything at all. And, you know, when you think about it and you, and you look at a dream like that, the – there are times when we, you know, we believe God, our creator, provides us the interpretation. And there are times when he keeps our eyes and ears blind and deaf to the full gravity of the situation, to the full uh, application even of the dream. Uh, I mean, let's, you know, honoring and protecting the person who, who that dream was about, let's just say you basically looked at him and said, this is going on. 
And it's exactly what was going on. This is what was going on in the dream. Yeah. And it's exactly what was going on. And it was a very difficult situation. It was. Now, interestingly enough and really cool, God did some amazing, miraculous things at the end of that process. Yes, yes. And I think we need to, to speak to that, too. And things are great, you know, with that minister. You know, he's doing well, and it's, it's, it's a good thing. But anyway, it's just amazing how uh, God can reveal you know very very detailed things that and you would think why would i why would i need to know that i mean you know um we're talking about delivery but there are times where he del- he he reveals things for a certain purpose and it's not to destroy ever no it's always for hope it's always for hope so even if uh gail who had called in to have her dream um interpreted Actually, she probably knew what it meant. What, well, the she message, needed the, probably confirmation uh, that, hey, I need to know, is this okay? Because I can't imagine, you know, uh, I can't imagine losing a spouse and then having to live your life and move forward. Well, and, and, and this is what her message to me said. Okay. She said, she said, good morning. That was me calling about the dream about driving over uh, the dead body. Thanks. That's what I thought it meant. Oh, I mean, so she a, already a, knew what it meant. She already knew what but it she meant. She was just like, I need confirmation, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, good. And, and, and so in that kind of a setting, that confirmation was very direct and very clear and probably needed to be. Yeah. It probably needed to be that direct to say to her, it's okay. Yeah. God sees this as very direct and very blunt. It's okay. Move forward in life. Yeah. And, 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 you know, as hard as that sounds and that seems to to hear the way I said it and to feel bad about the way I said it, uh, it's one of those situations where I don't know if we would have wanted it to be handled differently. Yeah. Because that's the way God had outlined or prepared for it to be handled. Same thing with your dream for the minister who was in the challenging situation. Yeah. They needed a wake-up call. They yeah. needed a direct statement. It's not the normal way you would interpret a dream because, like I said, you would try and honor the person. Yes. And we do have, we have to be, you know, we can't be flippant, and I don't think you were. Don't hear me saying what I'm not saying. Uh, we have to be so sensitive to the people. You know, if, if anybody's out there, you know, learning from this and, and beginning to say, you know what, I'm going to start. Um, putting to practice what Michael and Lisa are trying to help bring understanding to and help bring revelation to, help bring attention to, you know, something that we feel has kind of been left unattended by um, much of the faith, you know, much of the the world. Yeah, Yeah. Um, we're trying to bring attention to that. So some people, you know, I lost my train of thought again. It's midnight. You gotta help me. Well, it's it's hard to help you, and I don't know where you were going. <laughs> this is really hard. Okay, so anyway, where was I going with that? I had such an amazing idea. It'll come to me in a minute. I'll find it. It's a really it great minute. point, and, and I know we're gonna get it at some point in time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, hey, this is this the point where I should use the sound machine thing? Maybe because because. You better turn it up. I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I was talking about being sensitive. See, that helped. 
Thank you. Um, just we have to be sensitive to people. We're, we're not playing with um, just, you know, feelings that just are just average feelings. Sometimes we're dealing with people who have lost a loved one, maybe someone who's going through a divorce, maybe uh, someone who's lost a child. We've dealt with dreams where people were dealing with drug addiction and alcohol addiction. We've dealt with pe- uh, situations where people were dealing with real bitterness and anger issues. Yeah. And, and, and you do have to be sensitive to those things. And I, I wasn't saying you're being flippant. I'm just saying as we, I mean, we're always learning, aren't we? You and I are still, we're always learning. It's just like <laughs> you said to me yesterday after, you know, you realized what, or today after you realized what had happened. That um, you're like, mm, I need to be more careful. So we're always learning. We don't even, even though we teach on this, we don't have it down pat, do we? No, we don't. And it's, it's, it's a process that you walk through, and you learn, you learn that, you know, from my perspective, God has everything in control. Mm-hmm. I tell people sometimes, you know, if you don't feel you can interpret dreams well, I have students that we do a dream mentoring program with, and we have about 20 students going through the, the first level of that dream mentoring program, dream interpretation mentoring program. And I tell them, because they're always worried about the eloquence of how they interpret a dream or what they're going to say, or are they going to choose the right words, or are they going you know, to get it right, and all this kind of stuff. And I said, you know, look, God is big enough that he knows you're the one going to interpret the dream. He so does. if you're not eloquent, it didn't need eloquence. And that doesn't mean we can't improve. As we, And look, with time, you get better. Right. You you know, it's just like anybody who gives a speech. <laughs> you may, you know, stumble through it the first few times, but eventually you get better because you are learning to stand in front of people, learning not to be nervous, you know? Well, I tell people all the time in my classes, I I was trained as a lawyer. I was trained to think on my feet. I spent years, you know, practicing how to be eloquent in a courtroom setting when you didn't didn't know what the next question was going to be or maybe what the answer was going to be or... But to think on your feet, just to process through those things. I've also had years to listen to the potential meanings for dream symbols and various things and catalog those away for Holy Spirit to draw my attention back to. So I've got all that experience to draw on and then the gift of God in my life to to stir it. And so there's a, a natural process of people thinking, oh, well, that's so much better than I could do. It's not really better. It's just different. And I find myself being put into situations where I have to say, I don't know what that dream means. Yeah, or, we don't. Oh, that's so hard for us, hard. isn't it? Or, or like this situation where the Lord put me in a setting where I didn't know who the dreamer was and what the situation was. And I was interpreting for a person I knew. Yeah. But he, he kept me in the dark on that so that I would say it a certain way or release it in a certain fashion because that's yeah. what he wanted to do, and it's not about how I would do it. I want to always have the interpretation. Yeah, And I have do. to say I don't know. I also, well, in reality, I don't always want to have the interpretation. I want to help others learn to understand their own dreams is what my real heart is. Well, we're passionate about it, and I don't think that's wrong that we want, we desire to be able to do that, but we desire to do it so that we can help people make a connection with their creator. Right. It's not about us. Oh, look what I can do. It's, that's not why we get passionate about it and want to be 
helpful and accurate. We want to help. We know that people desire, you know, but we're also not out to try to gain a following of people following us and having to ask us to help interpret all their dreams. Right. We, we don't want people coming to us. We want people going to God. Yes. And, and we, and we want people to, to learn these tools. We're, we're, we're trying to give you a toolbox and, and maybe even not necessarily a dictionary, but but maybe a guidebook, a reference book of this is kind of how it goes. Yeah. And we can't put it in a box. We can't say there's a lot of people out there who write exactly how this is how you do it, and there's a method, and this is exactly how it works. Well, I, I mean, you, I you can, think about it. The, the dream I interpreted on the air for Gail, the way I did that is completely contrary to everything I would train my dream interpretation mentoring students to to do yeah i would talk to them about being sensitive i would talk to them about uh you know the way they said things the words they chose how they approached things and i i didn't disregard but i responded completely different from any of that because the circumstances and the situation dictated the response in the way it came not because i chose to do it I mean, that's the real key. Yeah. I just saw a bug. I, I know. I know. You it's the second one I've seen. It, it's, it's light, and the lights are bright in the garage. You think that's what it is? The garage studio. We've been yes. moving a lot of and boxes we've the, around. We've had the doors open <laughs> and things. That's right. So you okay. be fine. Well, I was thinking, too. The bug's probably ready to drain. Okay. Anyway, yeah, you're tired, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about how I... Like when I try to tell you a dream and then you want to interpret it for me, you are not, not that you want to, okay, but when you are, when you interpret a dream for me, sometimes I know you're, you know, we, we try to avoid that as much as possible, but there are times where we know what, we know what it is just like that, but it could be something that's, I don't mean to be offensive, but um, let's just say, let's just say I had a dream that was a self-conditioned dream. And I don't realize this is a self-conditioned dream. Let's just say... Uh, and what is a self-conditioned dream? Where it tells us where we are. Right. Like it, where maybe something we need to improve on or something in our life. And you love for me to tell you the things you need to improve on. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, so if you said to me, I know exactly what this dream means, Lisa. That means you need to stop doing this and do this, 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 and this. That's exactly what your dream would mean. You wouldn't My little feelings would be thing. hurt. But you can maybe couch it in a, in terms that I could swallow it better. Maybe well, with a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> Is it too late? <laughs> okay. You want some laughter on that? No, no. No, I'm not getting How about that some laughter. claps? no. no. <laughs> No, 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 not no. even a I'm clap not encouraging, button. I'm not, I'm not encouraging you on that. Thank okay, you. I'll be back next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think the point's well made, though. The the issue being being one of <clears throat> if we if if I'm not very careful and sensitive with the way I interpret that dream, it's going to be offensive. Because it's already in a place that might be difficult for us to communicate about. Even even just as husband and wife, you want to be careful with yes. the way you say, well, this is something you're doing wrong. Right. That's not generally the thing your spouse loves hearing. Yeah. 
And so you want to be sensitive to it. But if you called into a radio show and didn't tell anybody who you were and had that dream, I might be very direct about it. And right. you might need to hear that. But the sensitivity then would not be based upon the words I spoke. It would be based on the fact that it couldn't have been directed at you. That's what it really boils down to. Yeah. It's not directed towards you. It's just, this is what it means. Right. And so there are multiple ways to take the heat out of an interpretation. Exactly. Or the, the stressful portion of an interpretation to relieve it. Uh, and that's the role of the interpreter, is to be wise uh, and gentle with the way those things are given so that the hope that's present comes through instead of the emotion and maybe the way the interpretation is perceived. Yeah. Well, nothing's wasted in the kingdom. I always say that. I say uh, we serve a God who is very green. He recycles. Yeah. He he, he takes things that maybe uh, haven't uh, been good in our mind or haven't been beneficial, and he says, look, this is something that's going to strengthen you. It's going to um, prepare you for something later. You know, so even though we may not get everything right perfectly in our mind the first time, and I'm not even saying you didn't get that right, because I believe that's something that, you know, now that you've been through this situation, you've interpreted the dream, you go, ooh, I would have done that differently now, you will think about that before you probably interpret most other dreams, you know. So so nothing's been wasted, and I just believe it was ordained for it to happen that way. It's just like you said, if someone approaches you and you happen to be the one that is interpreting the dream, don't worry. God, God knew you were going to be there, yeah, in that right. moment. Well, I love it. Our time is up. Uh, and I know you're probably glad for that it, with this late Well, I don't know if anybody can handle one more of me going off on a, <laughs> on a wild goose chase and not remember what I was talking about. Well, so. it's okay. You did I really apologize good. For, for that. For being midnight, you did really well. Thank you. Because you do get a little crazy after midnight. Do I? You do, a little okay, bit. Okay, well, let's do one more show then. No, no. <laughs> well, you know, let, let's, uh, the, uh, time's up. We do want to remind you, though, of a couple of things. Uh, if you'd like to contribute to help with the expenses of this uh, broadcast, of this uh, podcast, then there's a way to do that. You can go out and, and visit our website at www.mydreamstories.com. There's a donate button there. Or you can even donate through the Facebook page, uh, Dream Stories. A podcast and uh, but the more you know well, I won't say the more important things because we do appreciate your support and many of you are doing that and supporting us financially but we also appreciate your prayers and we really yes, really we really love your comments and your ratings and sharing and all of that kind of stuff that goes on with Facebook and podcast services and uh, all the different places that those things are done. So keep up, keep that up for us. We really do. It really encourages us to know that what we're doing makes a difference. Yes, we so appreciate it. Yeah, and we love doing this, and maybe next time it won't be a midnight recording. Yeah. But until then, we're going to go dream, yes. and you keep dreaming.